The international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, here in the greater Nashville area, in the heart of Tennessee, with Tennessee and the world at heart, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. It's a joy to welcome you on this Friday. It's Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, yesterday, as we talked some about being thankful. I uh, did not quite finish, so we're going to talk some more about that today and read some things from the Bible that'll help us to get our thinking set toward a real solid Thanksgiving celebration. And uh, I trust that uh, yesterday, maybe you had time with your family, maybe you had a big Thanksgiving dinner, all of those things, but all the weekend here, I trust, will be themed around that thought. And when you come to church on Sunday, well, let's just finish it up in grand style. I'm talking about the holiday that we call Thanksgiving. Now, I'm going to look at that in detail from Psalm number 100, one of the great, great passages here in the Bible, and we're going to look at that, and I trust that you'll listen as we go here. The 100th Psalm, and this is what it says. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Now, verse number four really sets the tone for the thanksgiving theme when it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. You know, as I think about uh, reasons to express thanks to the Lord, and certainly this is an appropriate time for us to do what I'll just call Thanksgiving praises, it's a good time because the national season of Thanksgiving kind of has us all thinking in that direction. And I want you to catch on to this and really practice it every day all along the way. But uh, as I think about reasons for Thanksgiving and praising the Lord, I'm going to say, first of all, I appreciate so much the privilege to be on this radio station. Uh, we've added a couple of new stations just in recent days, and uh, there's going to be some others that are coming along and uh, joining us. And uh, now with more than 70 stations out across the country and around the world, in addition to all the social media places where the program is posted, all of that, I'm just grateful, thankful to the Lord for His goodness in that. I'm especially grateful for salvation. I remember so well just uh, hearing the message of salvation when it was given to me many years ago, and I said yes to the Savior and received Him. And I'm telling you, it has just been totally impactful in my life, and I'm grateful for it in every sense of the word. It's absolutely wonderful to know and know for sure that you're saved, you're born again, you're in the family of God, you have a home reserved in heaven when you die. All of that is just cause for thanksgiving. And I want to say, too, I'm very, very grateful for my family, my dear wife, to whom I've been married for many years, our two children, our six grandchildren, and four of them are married now, so we have, in effect, ten grandchildren, and uh, then a little great-granddaughter that uh, has come along the last couple of years. So all of these things, just great, great provisions that we have reason to rejoice about. And uh, as I look uh, you know, across the scope of Scripture, I'm reminded 
aspect, this chapter that I just read, tells us that we are a product of God's creation. And I thank God that there are many, many evidences of creation, things that just tell us that, yes, God is the great creator. He put all of this together, and it could not possibly have just happened to be. There's no way that some big bang caused it to happen. Big bangs destruct things. They don't construct things. And as a result, I mean, just thinking about everything from the earth and out beyond and all of the vastness of the universe, all of that just tells me that I have great reason to be thankful because we live in a great, great creation. I'm also grateful that the same God who created us made it possible for us to be saved because he gave us the Lord Jesus to be our Savior. Whenever he came and was birthed in Bethlehem and lived out the life that he did here on the earth, was crucified on the cross there in Jerusalem and resurrected from the grave and ascended back to heaven, all of that on our behalf. What a wonderful, absolutely great, great Savior that we have. I mean, to think about him in his omnipotence, totally powerful, in his omniscience, totally knowledgeable. Everything to be known is known by him. And uh, on and on, the greatness of our Savior. And whenever we think about his greatness, one of the things that impacts us is that because he is who he is, you and I have the privilege to get forgiveness for all of our waywardness, for all of our sin, and we have the privilege Because of him, because of the price he paid, we have the privilege to know that we have a home reserved for us in heaven. So we're very thankful that we have the great creation, very thankful we have the great Savior, and I'm glad that we have the great book called the Bible. You know, the Lord has laid out his truth in such wonderful fashion for us that it really guides us all along the way. Yesterday, I was reading in some of my private uh, time, I was uh, looking through the book of Proverbs, and I was just reminded of how the Lord has laid all of those wonderful principles there in the Bible that will enable us to have the right guidance, the right structure, uh, the right things that will teach us how to function, how to behave, how to have family, how to have business, how to do all of the things that we're supposed to do and do it in a morally sound way. All of those things are laid in place in the Bible. I'm just absolutely grateful that we have the privilege of reading the Bible in our own language, and it's just delightful every time that I pick it up. I'm grateful for it. I'm also grateful for our local churches. I'm talking about churches that stand right, churches that stay straight like they ought to, and that really are churches and not just some social club. I'm grateful for that. Yesterday here in town in Murfreesboro, I had the privilege to stand in the pulpit three times, open the Bible, and tell the folks what I had found there that was certainly a blessing to me, and I trust to them as well. And, uh, you know, we get together because the Bible tells us that God invented the ecclesia, the church, and that ecclesia, that church, what's it about? Well, it's a called out assembly. He's called us out from the world to assemble together and to fellowship together and all of that for the preaching of the gospel, the winning of the lost, the discipling of those that come to Christ, etc. So yes, we have a lot of reason to be thankful because we have local churches, and I know a lot of them across America especially have uh, strayed off into things that they ought never to be into. I mean, the devil never quits. He's always trying to destroy good churches and take them down trails where they don't need to go. But I'm also grateful we have thousands 
thousands of good, solid, Bible-believing congregations that stand straight. They're not giving in to the culture. They're not giving in to the devil's pleas, and they are doing what the Lord would have them to do. I'm just absolutely praising the Lord that we have good churches like that. And uh, this year, I will have preached in more than 50 of them across the nation, and uh, I'm just thankful and delighted to say, yes, we have a lot of good churches, praising the Lord for that. I'm also grateful for health and strength and energy. You know, uh, having good health uh, is something we sometimes take for granted, and we shouldn't, but the Lord is, in fact, good to us in so many, many ways, and to have the strength to get up on any given day and uh, to have energy to go about your business. Now, I know that some of you who are listening to me today have some issues health-wise, and you're struggling with that, but let me ask you to do this. Be thankful unto the Lord for the great doctors. Be thankful unto the Lord for the medicines that we have in these days that we would not have had 10 years ago, or even uh, maybe goes back further than that in some cases. But I want you to see and understand that we have much to be grateful for, and if you are getting the kind of medical attention right now that's enabling you to deal with whatever health issues that you have, again, I think you have reason to be thankful and to praise the Lord. I want to also thank the Lord for daily provisions. You know, it's uh, another thing we kind of take for granted. We get to eat three meals a day, and sometimes even more than that. Well, there are places across the world today where that uh, folks are not getting three square meals a day. And if you're able to sit down to a table and eat and get good food, I mean, there's just reason to be thankful. And that's why uh, my wife and I, when we sit down, whether it's in a public place or in our own private uh, setting at home, whatever the case, we bow our heads. And I know many of you do as well, and I encourage you to do that. Just bow your head. Thank God for the food. Thank God for his blessings, his provisions that he makes for you every day. And, you know, along with that, I'm grateful also for my freedom. Uh, here in America, we have challenges to our freedom, probably more than ever before, but at the same time, America is still a free nation. And some of you that uh, listen to me outside of the United States, some of you are living in free nations, and we ought to be grateful for that. If you're living in some kind of uh, situation where that your freedom is threatened or where it's been taken away from you, well, listen, keep your mind focused toward the Lord and continue to pray and ask God to work it out so that freedom will be restored wherever that you are. But if you have freedom, as we do here in America, we need to be willing to stand up for that. We need to be willing to fight for that. We need to be willing to just acknowledge every single day we are blessed and blessed indeed because of our freedom. And I want to say, too, a word about the ministry. I'm thankful. You know, uh, starting as a teenager, the Lord touched me about becoming uh, a pastor and a minister, a preacher. And it's been my privilege to have a lot of years where that I've served the Lord in a pastorate and now here the last 28 years as the editor at the Sword of the Lord and preaching all across America as an evangelist. I've had the privilege to do a lot of things. And I'm telling you, the ministry has been mighty good to me. Now, I've had my hurts, had my heartaches. I've had times of burden, all of that, as we all do. But I'm just telling you, the Lord has been very good. I'm reminded of what the Apostle Paul said when he was rehearsing some of the things that didn't go real well in his life. But he said, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. 
Well, I can testify like that as well. God's been very, very good, and I just thank God for the privilege of ministry. I mean, every day, five days a week, I get to come to this microphone, spend some time with our friends, and uh, listen, I'm just thankful to the Lord. I rejoice and praise the Lord that I get to give my testimony, I get to preach the gospel, I get to teach the Word of God, all of that simply because we've got the facilities, we've got the mechanisms for doing that, and I think just a lot of reason to praise the Lord. Now, this passage that I read, Psalm 100, it tells us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Well, all these things I've just rehearsed, and I could add more to the list, but, uh, you know, I don't have two hours here. I just have a few minutes every day. And so we look at some things, some of the big things. The Lord tells us here in this passage, we ought to serve Him and do it absolutely with gladness. And uh, whenever we realize that uh, He is present with us, it ought to put a song in our heart, cause us to sing toward Him, and uh, remember that He is the Lord. He is God. He has made us. We are His people. We're the sheep of His pasture. And thus we come to this verse that tells us, be thankful unto Him. Bless His name. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And if you have any question about why we should do that, well, that fifth verse, Psalm 100 tells us, the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. That simply means we can count on what the Lord put in the book in this generation and in the next generation and the next and the next. It's always going to be right. So, dear friends, yes, on this Thanksgiving weekend, let's rejoice. Let's express Thanksgiving by giving our praise of testimony to the Lord and just letting it be known we are thankful to the Lord for his goodness to us, and it just means a lot to us. I trust you'll have a great, great weekend ahead and have a great Sunday rejoicing and being thankful unto the Lord. Let me remind you that I love to hear from you, and I hope that you'll write me a note sometime this weekend, and then we'll plan to be back together here again Monday. Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. Well, God bless you. Have a great rest of the day and a great weekend. See you Monday. God bless you, and goodbye for now.